Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning and welcome to Spotlight. Uh, today's show is all about goals. Now, you may be thinking, why are we talking about goals? It's November 5th. It's Election Day. It's not even New Year's yet. Why are we talking about goals right now? But uh, I think it's really important that we get a head start on this, that we start thinking about and talking about because I've got an expert here with me today who actually helps people be able to set goals that are in a way that they actually can achieve them. And I read one study as I was preparing for the show that said up to 92% of people that set goals never achieve the goals. So if you're listening right now, I want you to think, have you ever set a goal and not accomplished it? If you said no, I'm gonna I'm gonna call your bluff. I bet you have. <laughs> I don't believe you. I I have set so many goals throughout my life that I have failed at achieving. I have not accomplished them. And it was really interesting because as I was working as a personal trainer, I really learned a lot about goals and and what I learned was this, is that the people that really knew how to set realistic goals and that were more committed to the achievement process than they were to the goal themselves were actually the ones that were successful. Is the people sure. that came in and said, I want to lose 20 pounds in six weeks for my sister's wedding and I'm going to you know, eat 200 calories a day for five days straight. It was those people that they would try it for, for a couple right. of days and then they would fail because they couldn't, couldn't be consistent. So I'm excited to talk about goals today. I actually um, have an expert here in studio with me today, all the way from Anthem, which is about, I don't know, 40 minutes down the road from the station here in Phoenix. Um, he it has a plethora, a multitude of achievements and accolades. I'm going to let him brag about himself for a minute. But the reason why I brought him in is because he has been able to help many, many thousands of people be able to really achieve their goals and has worked with some big companies. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, joining us today from Anthem, Arizona, we have Mr. Joseph Rosales. So, Joseph, I'm giving you full permission right now to brag about yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here with you this morning. Uh, my name is Joseph Rosales. I'm the president and CEO of the Performance Group of Arizona. Uh, we have the opportunity to help companies all over the country to achieve more in their business, thus the name of the uh, company, the Performance Group. Um, people have intentions and they have ideas. They have dreams for their business. But without the performance necessary to achieve those objectives, they they sputter. They 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 find at a level that they can't you know, they can't maintain. So, um, you know, when you asked me to brag about myself, I thought it was interesting, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I typically don't brag about myself. Other people usually do that for me. But you know, we I know I just like to have people come on my show and make it feel super uncomfortable <laughs> when I say, "Hey, you get to say all these amazing things yeah. about yourself," but solely yeah. safe space. Yeah. So <laughs> brag away, brag away. Well, you know, here's the simplicity of it. Virtually every business in existence since the beginning of time sells a product or a service. Since the first person that threw a rug over a rock next to a path and said, buy my rug, it's been about business and selling and, and service. 
Absolutely. And so, you know, if you have a business that sells a product or provides a service, you have employees that engage customers. And therein is your first big challenge because finding the right people, teaching them the right processes and to perform at a high level and then to generate a profit in your business, that, that's really the challenge. And we're going to talk oh, absolutely. about we're going to talk about achievement today more than goals. And most people have heard about smart goals and all the different ways to to set goals. But it's really about achievement. And, you know, I, over the last 30-plus years, I've had the pleasure of working with some large companies and small companies, companies like the Ritz-Carlton Group, Sheraton Hotels, Honda America, Toyota, Lexus, um, State Farm Insurance. We work with a lot oh, of insurance wow. companies. Yeah, and I think I've heard of a few of those, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty big names. But yeah. we've also had a chance to work with some small businesses, you know, retail businesses, B2B. Um, some people call them mom and pops. I call them small businesses. Um, mm-hmm. As as one of those um, business coaches for the um, uh, Arizona Small Business Association, I get a chance to talk to small businesses every day about their challenges. And so often what we, what we find is that businesses have good intention but they lack a plan Mm. on how to achieve that's so true well and i think i think a lot of times you know you're taught we'll have this vision have this goal and if you just want it bad enough it's Mm -hmm. gonna happen Mm -hmm. and i know as an entrepreneur that's how i started my business like i had no idea what i was doing and so i I think yeah faith without works is dead right you gotta have a plan amen (laughs) to that sister absolutely so you know we see a lot of businesses you know in in q3 setting their 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 budgets and their plans Mm and and you know they're really just budgets and projections but without the plan much like you said as a personal trainer without a plan and without the discipline and without the accountability to achieve the objective it just becomes like a resolution and, and when you talked in the beginning of the program why november why are we talking about this now because i think a lot of people at this time of the year start to think about their goals what they mm-hmm. achieved or didn't achieve in 2019 absolutely uh, and and what they're going to do in 2020 and and you know many people make new year's resolutions around 1159 uh, on december 31st and they're yeah. excited about it and yeah i'm going to do this i'm going to work out more i'm going to drink less i'm going to make more money spend more time with my family whatever that is and it's an emotional assess you know it's emotional commitment with no plan yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i i've done that so many times where i'm like all right i'm ready to do this i'm ready to go and in the passion of that moment you know the ball's literally dropping is like 10 9 8 and i'm like what do i want to accomplish this year i want to make a million dollars yes you yeah, know? Yeah, and then yeah, uh, yeah. the ball drops but but what i think is is really interesting about this and i mean i know we're going to get into this later because i want to let you finish bragging about yourself but what's really interesting to me about what you're saying and i want to bring up is that our brains are wired to do things that bring us reward and happiness. Mm -hmm. And when we set ourselves up for failure like this, our brains are just like, oh, Mm -hmm. goals suck. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't achieve a goal. Mm -hmm. I'm a failure. This isn't good enough. And so it's really interesting. I actually wrote a whole chapter in my book about this. We'll talk about it more later. But yeah, keep going because this is fascinating. Well, 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 that is one of the the core topics that we're going to address in a little bit about, you know, why people stop making goals. Mm -hmm. And it's because they made resolutions that they didn't keep and goals are very similar. Yeah. And, you know, 
about about I guess it was several years ago. I downsized my company from forty people, which we had thirty people in the field, ten full time in my office. We're I'm traveling two hundred nights a year, speaking at over two hundred and fifty you know seminars or webinars. I mean not webinars, our workshops every year, doing multiple webinars every week, and you know our work with developing leaders and managers to create high performance businesses is what led us to rename the company. We used to be the sales and service group. The sales and service group was focused primarily on developing high-performance sales and service teams. But something was left out, the leaders and managers. Yeah. Those people who lead those people to that next level of, of performance. And so, you know, w w even though we have, you know, clients all over the country, um, about 85% of our business is now done in the state of Arizona. And I'm excited about wow. that. Yeah. I love not having to get on a plane all yeah. the time. But oh, I yeah. still do. I still do. Well, well, speaking of, you've actually spoken in over 26 countries. Is yes. that right? Yep. So yep. you you did the whole thing where you were traveling all around. You're on the road eight to ten days a week. And here, yep. here's what I love about what you're saying, too, when it comes to goals, when it comes to resolutions, when it comes to how you want to design or live your life. You've really been able to say, okay, what's the lifestyle I want now? How can I design my business around this? And, and you help businesses do the same thing. You help those leaders and managers to look and say, what do you want and design, design around the lifestyle and around what the company wants, the resolution, right. making right. that plan rather than, you know, uh, just, just being swayed by the wind or going right. with whatever right. you know yeah whatever happens to be in front of you sure absolutely so that, that that and thank you for recognizing that it didn't happen by accident it happened because one day my wife came to me and she said you know babe i love you i love our relationship um i i love that your business is successful but every year you say you're going to travel less and every year you travel more hmm. and yeah. here was the words I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> and when she said that, my wife, she's, she's a businesswoman, so she, she's you know, not just sitting home waiting for me to get there. So, so when she said that, I said, that's it. I'm not going to be that guy that you know, delves into my business and puts everything out there, and my family gets what's left over, and I get nothing. Uh, another book that I'm working on uh, called The Perfectly Balanced Life, which is kind of cool. We yeah, can talk about that yeah, I do want to talk about I, that. I write a lot, but and that's what I get to do. But anyway, about you know, to finish up about me, you know, I'm one of those people that gets to do what I do, and that came to me one day when my son was five years old, and he had to go to soccer practice, and I had to take him to soccer practice. My son's now 21, a senior at Arizona State, so this was a while ago. And I remember uh, it, was, it was a super busy Thursday afternoon. You know, it was beautiful outside. It's soccer season. My son is just starting to play soccer. And, you know, what, what they called bunch ball back then, you know, where just where run, kind of runs to the yeah. ball and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully somebody oh, kicks I it. Oh, I coached, I coached <laughs> BB soccer. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and I remember I, I was getting ready to leave. It was about 3 o'clock, and my son's practice was at 4. I was going to go pick him up and, and, and get him over to practice. And. I remember saying to my manager, my office manager, as I'm walking out. Now, again, I own the company, so I can come and go as I want. But I remember saying to her, I have to go take Taylor to practice. And as soon as those words came out of my mouth, they tasted bad. Mm. I didn't have to. Yeah. I get to. Oh, yeah. I get to go 
my son's healthy, he's athletic, he loves sports, he ended up playing lacrosse, you know, at the very high level, he played oh, for I've Arizona State. I've got a lacrosse son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you know what that's like. With, yeah. And all the years of tournaments later in his life we played, but it started there with me understanding, I don't have to, I get to. And then I started thinking about that, I started applying that to my mm-hmm. business, and saying, I don't have to do this, I get to do this. I get to come to my office every day and work with an amazing team that I've built. I get to help my clients improve their business and optimize their performance mm-hmm. of everything they're doing to help them reach higher levels. I get to write books. I get yeah. to be on the radio. So so I'm very blessed. And, and, and it's amazing that I have got an opportunity to do this for so many years. And it's not slowing down. It's actually, yeah. I'm busier now than I've maybe been in 10, 15 years because of some of the things that we've, you know, opened ourselves up to. Yeah, I love that. And there was a, a couple of gold nuggets that I wanted to pull out of what you were saying just now. And thank you so much for sharing that. I, you've had some major accomplishments. I'm really privileged to have you on the, the radio show today and be talking to us about this. So here, here are some of my thoughts as you were talking. One is, is I love this idea, this concept of have to versus get to. And and for me, it was a shift from have to to want to and to feel like this is something I want to do. And so often, I think when we set resolutions, when we set goals, we think, well, I have to achieve that. This is something I have to do. And what happens is have is a very disempowering word. I've done a lot of uh, study of the human body and how different emotions and the thoughts can actually affect us physically. And there's a lot of scientific research about it. I'm not going to go into all that now. But what I do know is that I've been able to identify in certain clients when they start talking about goals, when they start talking about things that they're doing in their business, as soon as they start talking about things they have to do, I notice their physical demeanor shift. It almost seems heavy. Their wording shifts. And if I muscle test them, which is just a simple way, I'm not an expert muscle tester, but I know enough to know that when we think negative thoughts or feel like something's negative, it affects our body enough physically that we aren't as strong. And so I'll press on their arm while they hold it out. And when they say, I have to do something, Mm -hmm. their arm will go down. Their Mm -hmm. body's actually weak. And when they reframe that to, I get to, or Mm -hmm. I want to, their Mm -hmm. body's actually strong. And so Mm -hmm. I think in I would love to to have more of a discussion about this with you later, but part of this idea of when we create a plan, when we set resolutions, when we when we when we strive are striving for something, it's not like I have to get up every day, I have to do this every day. It's like this is what I want to do because yep. this is the goal I want to achieve. And then the other gold nugget that I really took out of that, again, was just about the balance in the lifestyle design. Because I think sometimes when we set resolutions, what happens is we say, okay, my goal is to make $100,000 this week, right? And we get so focused on that goal that we let other things fall by the wayside. Now, why do you really want to make $100,000? Well, it's so that you can um, provide for your family, so you can spend more time with them, so you can play more and enjoy yourself. But you're so focused on making that $100,000 that you don't go to your you know, son's game, or you don't spend time with your spouse or you fail to, to sleep and take care of yourself and you get to the end of the week and you're like, well, I achieved my goal of $100,000, but I'm miserable. So it's about how do you set resolutions that, that support, again, your lifestyle? And I love that story that you brought up about your wife saying, hey, listen, I'm tired of you traveling. And, and you had to think, well, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. what, what do I want in my life? Do I yeah. want a happy wife? Mm-hmm. Or do, do I want, I want a happy a, life? Yeah, yeah. A happy yeah. wife, happy, yeah. li- happy yeah. life, right? So I, I love this idea. And, and so I want to talk to you a little bit because you've worked with a lot of, of people. You mentioned Lexus. You mentioned uh, the Ritz-Carlton group. You mentioned um, just some very, very big and famous organizations that you 
you've been able to work for. And now you're focusing on working with smaller businesses, with um, solopreneurs or, or people that are growing teams and businesses. Right. Right. Um, why is that? Is that so that you could stay here more in Arizona? What, what was the shift for you? Wow, that that's a, a really great question because it happened um, over a period of time. But I remember the thought kept being that I wanted to make a really big difference. And I, I, again, I loved working for a lot of the Fortune, you know, five hundred companies, and mm-hmm. it was it was an amazing ride. Um, but I never really got to see the results of of the work. I never mm-hmm. really got to see, I got to see the numbers. I got to see that they made another half a million or a million dollars over a period of you know, time. But I never really got to see the impact that I was making. Mm. Oh, yeah. And with small business, and I'm talking companies, you know, 200 or less, or you know, some, some larger, but, you know, small companies, typically 200 people or less. And it's so much more immediate. Mm-hmm. You get so much, I get so much more gratification and satisfaction from seeing people get it. The light turns on. And they go, wow, I never thought of it that way. Because a lot of what I do in my work, Allison, and what most people in my in my business do, is we help shape perspective. We help people see it a certain way. It's not selling an idea. It's, it's shaping people's perspective so they go, hmm, I hadn't thought about it that way. That's one of the things I love about our mastermind groups here in Phoenix. And people go, wow, never thought about it that way before. Yeah. Never even never even conceived of that angle. And and that and that's that's perspective. It's it's shaping perspective. Today people in that are listening today are are have a perspective already about goals. Hmm. It's either positive or negative or non. Yeah. And 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 as we go through this conversation today, shaping that perspective, getting them to see it differently. And, and, and maybe you know move forward with some with some with some strategies that are going to help them achieve more that's really what we're gonna what we're gonna do today well thank you so much for showing up to serve and for those of you that are listening I I think goals is probably in resolutions are probably a part of every single person's life and that's what I love about the topic that we have today and having Joseph on is that this is relevant to every single person that's listening and when we come back from break, Joseph's going to give us some tried and true strategies that he's used with some of the larger corporations he's worked with, with some of the smaller businesses, and with some of the individuals sure. to uh, to really be able to get to that point where when you set a resolution, when you set a goal, you're able to achieve it. These are the tips and the breakthroughs that he's going to have. We're also going to have on Lori Richens for our Family First segment. So uh, come prepared for this next segment. Grab your pen and paper during a commercial break, and we'll be right back with Joseph Rosales. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready to be fabulous? You know, science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together. 
And now we invite you to join two fierce females, otherwise known as Sheila and Sarah, as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous. It's fun, terrific stories and wise insight every week. Take better control of your life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time for Life from Flat to Fabulous on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Create happiness now. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just joining us, today's show is relevant to everybody that's listening, everybody out there, anybody who wants to achieve something, <laughs> would, sure. who would set a goal or a resolution. And I've got very special guest here in studio today, Joseph Rosales. Joseph has worked with major companies. Uh, we've mentioned a few, Lexus, Toyota, Ritz-Carlton, uh, and the list goes on and on. He's now dedicated and committed to helping small businesses and individuals be able to have the steps and the tools that they need to be able to move forward in their life, achieve their goals and uh, and their resolutions. So Joseph, Joseph, we're really excited to have you in studio today. In a moment, we're going to hear from Lori Richens on our Family First segment. She has some great advice to give about goals. But I know I've asked you to share some actual tips that people can use to implement into their life to be able to get the results they want when it comes to goals. So talk to me a little bit about how you developed these tips or, or why these tips are relevant. Um, where did these come from? Well, you know, Allison, we're all products of everything that we learn, mm -hmm. and we learn from others, and we, yes. we read amazing you know, books from amazing people. And I have um, become a student of of a book uh, titled Goals by Brian Tracy. Mm, uh, love and, Brian Tracy, and, and he's an amazing, you know, great uh, business consultant and coach. But he wrote a book recently um, that I thought was just amazing because it really broke down not just you know, the process of goals, but really about how to achieve more. Because we've all heard of smart goals, you know, mm -hmm. you, you got to be specific, so, measurable, yeah, yeah. attainable, um, and um, realistic, uh, realistic and timely. And timely. There you go. <laughs> I got those down yeah, for being yeah, a personal yeah, trainer. Yeah, Trust yeah, me. Yeah. And, and and it's all great, but how many people you know, you know how to do them, but you don't know how to achieve them? That's the key: is achievement, not just writing them down. Right, right. The 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 success does not come in deciding the goal. The success comes when the goal is fulfilled. And here here's the other thing. 
two things I want to bring up because I'm so excited to learn these tips because mm-hmm. one of the things that you actually teach people how to do is to compress the time mm-hmm. that it takes them to achieve their goals. I think this is really important. Right. And I think also um, you teach people how to set the kind of goals that they can achieve in a compressed amount of time. And right. I love this example. I want to give this, right. this example. Uh, when I was a personal trainer, I keep coming back to per- my personal trainer years when it comes to setting goals, but that's where I had my most experience. I remember I would have people come to me and they would say, Allison, I am never going to eat sugar ever for the rest of my life. And I would be like, that's a horrible goal because, first of all, when's the only time you can really celebrate the success? Like you're on your deathbed, you're getting ready to die, and you're like, oh, yes, I didn't eat sugar ever again. So, you know, the brain works on the reward system. So so you can't, you know, that's that's unachievable. And second of all, it's really, it's not, it's not something that you can do in a compressed amount of time. Right. So I'm a huge fan of setting these daily goals or these mini goals or these goals where we can achieve them in a compressed amount of time because that's going to give your brain fuel and, it's, and your brain's going to say the goals are good, resolutions are good because I can achieve them and right. I can celebrate them and I can do them and I don't have to wait till like the day I died to right. <laughs> celebrate my goals. So... I, I really love that. So so the things that you're going to be sharing with us are actually tips from Brian Tracy's book or what, well, what is some, that? Some, yes, okay. absolutely. But I I think I need to, to tell you a quick story. Oh, please, please. And, I and love stories. I was, I was um, chatting with a young woman um, um, just about two months ago. And she was in the real estate business, and I asked mm-hmm. her how long you've been in the real estate business selling residential real estate, and she said about f- six months. Mm-hmm. And I said, "How's it going?" She says, "Well, it's it's a little tough right now. You know, yeah. I'm I'm still learning." And I said, "Let me ask you a question. How long did your broker um, tell you it was going to take to be successful?" And she said, two years." Hmm. And I said, "Why two years?" And she said, "I don't know. That's just how long he said it's going to take." <laughs> And I said, how do you feel about that? And she says, well, I'm going to work hard for two years, and hopefully I make it happen. And, I, and, and it was amazing to me the words, I'm hoping it's going to happen. I asked her, what's your plan? She says, I don't really have a plan. I just do what he tells me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, oh, my gosh. So here's putting your success in somebody else's hands, yeah, first of all. That's, that's but powerful. who said it takes two years? I know in the car business, which we did a tremendous amount of work over a 15-year period with automotive dealerships and dealership groups, and – it was two years. It was going to take two years before you became successful. Yet there were people walking in the door with a different mindset and a different perspective, and they were successful maybe to the top of the, of the leaderboard in six months. How does that happen? Well, they did things differently than what other people were doing in the dealership. And it's the same in any business. I don't know how long it's going to take for you to be successful. I know that if you do certain things and not other things, you're going to be more successful sooner. So it's, a, it's, 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 it's perspective, and the first thing, that first tip falls right in line with that. You have to first believe that you can be more successful or you can be more successful than you are now if you, if you want to be. Yeah, you just yeah. have to know what the prescription well, is and do it. I, I call it delusional amounts of confidence. <laughs> hey, so people thing. call it believe in themselves. Yeah. I call it delusional amounts of confidence. And I really do believe this is true. And and here's just a little bit about my background and my personal story. I was, you know, four and a half years ago, I was a, a full-time stay-at-home mom, part-time entrepreneur, living in a town of less than 5,000 people in Idaho. And I decided that it was time for me to have a bigger reach. Mm-hmm. And people said, oh, it's going to take years. You're going to have to work hard. It's going to be like, I said, no, I think I'm ready now. Mm-hmm. Within nine months, I, mm-hmm. I had a reach of 2 million people a month. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I 
did what it took. Now, there are some things I learned that I would have done differently today sure, sure. about balance and priorities and things like that. But the fact was I decided I wanted to do something and I thought, I'm ready, let's do it. And so I 100% agree in that you must first believe you can achieve more than mm -hmm. you currently are. And I want to talk just a, a little bit more about this tip. And then before we get into the other two tips, I want to hear Lori Richen's perspective on goals as well. But Talk to me a little bit more. It's really easy to say, well, just believe in yourself. You just got to do it, right? <laughs> but how, mm -hmm. how do you actually do that? Because, I mean, a lot of us are, have had experience where we failed over and over and over with goals, where we've had failures. We're like, okay, great. I want to believe in myself. But how do you go from not believing in yourself and feeling like a failure to feeling like you can do it? I, I, another good question. Um, I, I think... People, there's really two kinds of people, people that are just starting out and they mm -hmm. don't know any better and they just do what other people tell them, or people who have been in the business for a while and they become, I hate to use the word, but they've become complacent. That's true. Or and, like comfortable, right? Yeah. Like I'm a big like, oh, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't really yeah, it's need all good. It. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's and, true. And, and I say that because somebody, somebody heard me say this and then they posted it all over Facebook. It's all out there now. That comfort is the cousin of complacency. Mm, interesting. It's, it's, it's the first step. Mm. We get comfortable in our business. We get comfortable in our relationships. It's true. We and then we quit trying and we, we quit could, yeah, putting effort and energy. Yeah, exactly. True. And and what happens when you when you take a relationship for granted, when you get super too comfortable, and I mean overly comfortable, and you don't appreciate your spouse, you don't appreciate the things they do. You don't court do. them anymore. You don't court, yeah. yeah. What happens? N not good. Something yeah. not good's going to happen. I'm not going to project what's going to happen, but something not good's going to happen. Yeah. Versus if you stay, if you stay, I don't mean be uncomfortable, but you stay excited, you stay relevant, you stay mm -hmm. on top of you, you're, you're always working on it and, and appreciating the little things and the big things that your spouse might do for you. It's the same in business. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many businesses take their employees for granted. Mm. We hear it yeah. all the time. Wow. Nobody says anything to me when they first hired me or they were telling me how great everything was. And I, was, and I haven't heard anything in years now. Mm. And eventually, they, when that complacency sets in on both sides, people start looking. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. I once heard this analogy, and this goes right into that. A, a man was on a ship, and the ship sank. And he was in the ocean, and he was, was all alone, and he was trying to survive. And so he would, he would do this back float, and he would get really comfortable, and he would start sinking into the ocean. And as soon as he started drowning, he'd paddle, 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 mm -hmm. and he'd start you know swimming again. And he would, would start moving forward, and he could kind of see something that he thought was off in the distance. But then he would get tired, and he'd do a, a you know a back um, float, and then he'd get kind of comfortable. He'd start sinking, and he'd paddle and paddle and paddle again. Well, what he didn't know was that island was just a very short distance away, and he couldn't see above the water. And if he had just kept swimming at a consistent rate, mm -hmm. he would have reached the island. But instead, he kept stopping. He'd get comfortable. He'd start drowning, and then he'd use all his energy to get back above the water. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't really making that progress, mm -hmm. that consistent progress towards the island. And I think a lot of us do that in our lives. We're like, ah, oh, we've got this goal. We want to achieve it, but we're kind of comfortable where we are. And then we start sinking and we're like, oh, crap, my relationship's yeah. not working. My business is working. Yeah. Oh, I've got to put a lot yeah. of effort into it. And we get our heads above water again, but we never really go anywhere yeah. in the business yeah. because we don't put that yeah. consistent yeah. effort into yeah. it. And then that old I have to yeah. do this comes back into play versus oh, I, I get to. to do this yeah. or I want to do this. Oh, so yeah. powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. So I love that tip. I'm excited to hear about the other two tips. But before we do that, Lori Richens, are you there? Lori Richens. 
Voice America team. Do we have Lori on the line? I'm here. Ah, Lori, you're there. <laughs> I yeah. all of a sudden when Josh said that, my my you know in my ear, I've got my producer saying she's got to say something. All of a sudden the song <laughs> came into my mind. Say something. I'm giving up on you. Anyway, I'm not going to sing. That's not my not my biggest talent or strength. But but I'm never I'm never going to give up on you, Lori. Really excited to have you here on the show today. And I know you've been listening. And I'm really interesting on this family first segment. I would love to hear you and and your opinion on goals and and how the goals fall into family life and how we can use goals and resolutions in our families and to support each other. So, Lori. Well, I'm thrilled to have heard the conversation thus thus far on this program. It's been absolutely wonderful. And I'm actually going to put you in the spotlight a little bit, Allison, (gasps) because I'm going to talk about, (laughs) yes, I'm going to talk about how you and I actually crossed paths and how a goal that I had brought you into my life. And so I love your book. It's called Soul Intuition, of course. And I believe that many of the goals that we have should be laced with inspiration. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to talk today about inspiration guiding us to certain goals that we need to have. And uh, I want to share something that happened. You know a bit of this yourself, Allison, but in October of 2017, I had on my vision board that I wanted to share my message over the radio. In -hmm. fact, it said that I wanted to be interviewed on the radio and share my message. And I have these experiences, which perhaps Joseph and you have, and they're kind of flash-forward moments. Like, I get glimpses of a future event. Do you ever have that, Allison? Oh, I remember when I, probably five or six years ago, just getting these visions of me standing on stage in front of hundreds of people, and I realized I was speaking and emceeing at an event last Friday in Orange County, California. As I stood on stage, I'm like, this is the vision I saw five years ago. It was so cool. So, yes, I have had that. Yes, that's exactly what I want to talk about, about that process and how we often get inspired to move in a direction that we hadn't anticipated. So back in October of 2017, I actually had this prompting to go to my Facebook and your radio show was coming through my live feed and I'd never seen it before. And I was listening to it and I put in the comment section that I wanted to be on your show, that I had some, you know, some a message that I felt needed to be shared. And we have to be patient when we get these impressions because it took an entire year before you actually contacted me. And I, I really had never met you before. I didn't, um, I had never had a conversation with you, but I had this impression that significant things were coming and I actually wrote down that I felt like I was going to be on your show one day. And so you ended up calling me and we had this interaction and within a few days, I was not only on your radio show, but in a short amount of time within the month, I had hired you as my mentor, you would open doors for me, you had helped me to get on this big stage down in California. And you ended up being a huge catalyst because you received your own impression that you felt like you wanted to advocate families more, and you invited me to be doing this spotlight for Family First on your show each week. And so it ended up being this beautiful machine kind of put into motion where the thing that I had felt inspired about so long ago, you caught kind of the the vision of that and you helped me to have this transpire. And I'm so grateful for that. Thank you so much. I'm going, and it, it, and it is interesting that we lived like 40 minutes from each other and we had never personally met. And yet 
you move down to Arizona and then we end up making our connections. <laughs> but what I want to share is another important story. Back in 2008, I had I'd completely forgotten about this, but I actually wrote down on a piece of paper this impression that I had that one day I would live in a large, expensive home. Now, this was two or three homes ago, but nine years later, it took nine years for this to happen, and we ended up almost miraculously ending up with the home that we have now. It's very large. It's 6,100 square feet, and it's in this beautiful kind of natural setting here in Idaho that we mm-hmm. love, and it was something that was put in motion long ago, and I just kind of tapped into it. So I want to talk about briefly, and I want to finish this with this thought, that there is a process that helps kind of stabilize the system. When you start getting inspiration, when you start getting um, intuitive feelings about an event that might happen in the future, this is what I do for my future flash forwards. I I go through three R's, three steps that are really helpful for me to um, kind of uh, fortify this process of of future flash forwards. The first thing I do is I recognize and trust that this is real, that this process is real, it's significant, and that there's a higher purpose for it. The second thing I do is I record those impressions when I receive them, and then I date when it happens so that I can know when when um, the event had happened, when, when I, sometimes I see the image in my mind, sometimes it comes through dreams, there are a variety of ways that you can have these impressions. And then the last thing I do is I record when it is realized, so I date it when it comes to pass. And this has created a real solid belief system that not only is this substantial and it works, I believe that God is orchestrating my life. I believe that God orchestrates so many of our lives. And when we can tap into that higher power, then our life flows in a direction that is pleasing to Him. Mm. And I want to just wrap up, how do I tie that into my family? Well, I've taught my children about vision boards, about setting goals, but I've also taught them the importance of honoring their inspiration, their intuition that comes. And my daughter, Lisa, or Lily, recently had a, a really disappointing experience where she injured her um her knee and had to have a major surgery and so as an athlete this has been really hard for her but she has told me many times she said mom I just feel like something significant something good is going to happen I can feel it kind of building up she doesn't know what it is but every time she tells me that I tell her I believe you I know something good is coming So I want to wrap up with this beautiful little comment by William Murray, and he wrote this in a book in 1951, and he said, Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back concerning all acts of initiative and creation. The moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from that decision, raising one's favor, all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. I know that's a little long, but in point, he's saying that once you commit, providence makes it 
happen. Mm. So yes. I am going to enjoy listening to the rest of the show. But Allison, you're excellent about somebody who follows your intuition, and you've made marvelous things happen, including in my own life. And so I just want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much, Lori, and I, I love you so much. Will you please send me that quote? That's something that's uh, something I've been looking for and, and really, really struck me. So um, I'd really appreciate if you just uh, text that to me and <laughs> and would love to, to, to read that again. So I, I took a couple of really powerful golden nuggets away from what you said, and, and there's just a couple of things that I want to share. So first of all, I love what you said about the vision boards and creating goals and families. And it just reminded me of years ago, uh, I was, when my kids were little, we were really struggling to make ends meet. Um, and I remember learning about the concept of creating vision boards for goals and in clarity and helping you create what you wanted. And so we decided to do a family vision board. And I asked my kids, I wanted to teach them, you know, this principle of you, you can believe you can achieve anything, right? I'm like, kids, what do you want to put on the vision board? You get to choose. And they chose a horse. Now, we lived in a subdivision <laughs> at the time, and um, we had no money, so I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to tell them they can't do it, so okay, we're going to put a horse on here. I'm thinking in my mind, this is never going to work. Three weeks later, we had a horse absolutely free and a place to keep it. Amazing. And what had happened was they went to their school, and, and the, a teacher at their school was moving and had a colt, and she mm. it wasn't going to work out to move the colt, and she said, I just want to give it away to a family that has a good home. And so my kids said, well, we, we're looking for a horse. We're, we're going to go talk to our parents. And mm. when they came home and first said that, I thought, well, we can't say yes. We've got nowhere to put it. But I thought, I want my kids to learn that they can achieve things. Mm -hmm. So got creative and made arrangements. Um with some relatives we had to keep the cold at their house in exchange for some some work and labor and and they had the the whole setup for this horse and so we had a horse within three weeks and I think that that just teaches you there's so many opportunities first of all I could have said no you can't put the, the horse on there mm -hmm. because it's not gonna happen mm -hmm. number two when they came home from school I could have said no you know mm -hmm. we can't do this because we have no place to put it but it just taught me the power of creativity and the power of manifestation when you are when you have a goal and, and you're clear mm -hmm. on that goal. So I love that. And, and Joseph, I want to get into, um, well, and then Lori, my other big takeaway. So number one is just the power of teaching your children about setting goals and, and getting creative on that. And and then number two is also using that inspiration. That's actually how I met you, Joseph. And I don't even know if I told you the story. My friend Bill Walsh was coming into town. He was doing an event here. I heard about it last minute. And um, I kind of forgot. I think Bill had forgotten I was living in Phoenix. When he first met me, I was living in Idaho. And so he last minute, oh, I forgot you're living in Phoenix. Come to this event. And and I would, and, you know, it was a school night. I had my kids. I was like, ah, I, you know, it's clear on the other side of town. I don't know mm -hmm. if I'm going to make this work. I just got that little feeling like you need to mm -hmm. be there. There's mm -hmm. some reason why you need to be there. And I went and Joseph was speaking there. And I heard you speaking, and what you said really struck me. And I was—I really was impressed with the power of what you were saying and how you're saying, how you were saying it. And I thought I need to to help him get out, you know, and reach my audience. And so that's why you're here today. So thank you for sharing that. And, and Joseph, I want to go on now. I, I know you shared the first goal. You must first believe, and and there's a couple other tips that you want to share besides believing in yourself. So love to to throw it back over to you as far as setting goals and resolutions. Awesome. Thank you. And, and Lori, thank you for those stories. They're very inspirational. And I, I too believe uh, that, that God has a plan for our lives and that as we, you know, participate and, 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 and have that inspiration, have that vision, um, I say this all the time, a vision without a plan is just a dream. 
Mm, I love and, that. Wait, and, say that one more time. A vision without a plan is just a dream. It's true. And we have to have a vision. We have to have a plan. Every book that I sign, I sign that. Um, a vision without a plan is just a dream, because you got to have you got to have a vision. You got to have a dream, but then you have Absolutely. to do the activities to accomplish it. Yes. Then, it, then it's a reality. Then a vision with a plan is a reality. That's true. And, and so this this is kind of my beef with vision boards. I do believe they're true as long as you're willing to put the action in. Absolutely. And so, yeah. like, even just my example with the horse and the vision board, if I hadn't been willing to mm-hmm. entertain my kids' thoughts mm-hmm. or get creative or whatever, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked. And I mm-hmm. think that's where a lot of people get a little bit mixed up when it comes to things like goals and vision boards is they think if – just putting that picture on the wall is like, oh, it's going to (laughs) happen. If I just put the picture on and look at it, it's going to happen. And and in some ways, I guess that's opening up your mind to intention, but you have to be willing to act on the inspired thoughts that you get or you're going to create that in your life. So I love that. Well, well, you know, I want to tell your audience that if if, at the end I'm going to give you a a number you can text to and I'm going to give you a copy of this goal sheet that I have. It's it's really – Ten perspective points and five process points. It's really they're they're divided into th- different things. There's five processes that you need to do to uh, to set your goals so you can follow them and, and develop that plan. But there are ten perspectives, twice as many perspectives as there are process. See, most people when they're talking about goals, they talk about process. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's perspective. You got to first believe. And I know Henry Ford, I believe it was, said, you know, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. And speaking about believing goals, by the way, we got a shout out, wave to Bill Wall. She's watching. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to Bill. I, I know Power you. Power so. Team International, baby. <laughs> great, awesome. great connection okay. because of Bill, I met you. <laughs> so, so, so a little side note there. <laughs> so so let, me, let me tell you the second. Um, it, it, it's, it's a process point, mm-hmm. but it's also a perspective. Yeah. And it's about being clear about what you want okay. so you can focus on those things instead of what you don't want. Let me tell you my story. My story was I, I've, I've been married to my beautiful wife for 33 years this coming November, November 14th. And I remember there was a point in my life where I was, I was dating, I was doing this, I was, I was out there playing the field. I was having just you know the great bachelor time. Mm-hmm. But I got tired of it. And one day I said, what am I doing? I'm just like floating along here and I want to be in a real serious, deep relationship. Right. And I remember I was at church and a guy was doing a, um, a, um, uh, a, a, a talk about clarity mm. and about being clear about what you want so you can, number one, of stay away from the distractions and focus on what you really want. So I went home that night and again, living by myself, went home that night and I took out a legal pad and I started writing down all the things that I wanted in the woman of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Blonde hair, blue eyes, five foot four, five foot five, down her weight, athletic, professional, a, a, a solid spiritual person, all the things I wrote down. And there were like 10 or 15 things on this list. And I looked at this list and I go, all right, at the top I wrote superwoman. <laughs> and then, let, me, let me tell you about intentionality yeah. because I, I made a point then to stop being distracted by all the other distractions mm-hmm. and girls and whatever it was out there and I focused on nothing just being intentional with this person this is the person I want mm-hmm. and within 30 days I met my wife 
Wow. Yeah, it's it's true. It's that clarity. And, and here's what I always say. Intention fuels intuition. Yes. So having that clarity on what's your intention, what do you want, then now your intuition can lead you to the places and down the paths that you need mm-hmm. to go and to the things. Mm-hmm. And you'll start looking for those yep. things. I 100% agree that that's true and, and being really clear. I set, I set a life vision, what's called an ideal life vision, uh, about four years ago when I was very first getting into the speaking and and I had crazy things on there. I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to happen. But I had that I was reaching millions of people, that I was speaking internationally, that I was um, doing more in, in media and TV. And I'll tell you what, I looked at that list like six months later and I'm like, I don't even know how it happened, but I was so clear. And when opportunities came, I knew which ones to take and everything on that Mm-hmm. Everything on that ideal life vision had come to pass. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love I love the idea of just being really clear about what you want and 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 it's so easy as entrepreneurs to get distracted. Oh, there are so yeah. many shiny objects out yeah, there. Yeah. And if you don't know what you want to achieve, it can be so easy. I, I I remember the day when I used to think, oh, I hope I get invited to speak at an event. I hope I get to, you know, mm-hmm. be invited to go to this network. I hope, you know, and everyone that came, I'd be like, yes, oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. And now there's so many mm-hmm. that if I said yes to everything, it would completely distract me mm-hmm. from what I'm trying to achieve. So mm-hmm. being really clear is important. Mm-hmm. And then what's the what's the third tip that you're going to share with us? And then I know you're going to share this yeah. list with us, which right. is super valuable. But right. what's so number one, got to believe you can achieve it. Delusional amounts of confidence. Right. Number two, be really clear about what you want. Mm-hmm. We'll help you avoid distractions. Right. And then number three, what was the third? Well, tip? of course, you got to write them down, be realistic, measure your progress and right. learn what you need to learn. But the third one that I really want to focus on is create an accountability system. Hmm, yeah. If if you are an island unto yourself, you'll you won't have that extra push, that extra that extra um, focus that you need. And whether it's hiring a coach or whether it's sharing your your visions and your goals with your significant others or friends or business associates, you need to bring other people into accountability with you because again, as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, you 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 are the beginning and the end. You you whether you have employees or not, you know you kind of are the are the final word on everything. That's true. And if you say you have a goal and then you don't you don't you don't set it and you don't achieve it, then who who's gonna you know what's gonna happen? Nothing's yeah. gonna happen. You're just not gonna yeah. achieve it. That's true. And, and it happens all the time in business, especially where a leader in business sets goals and and, and initiatives for their team. And then they don't achieve them, and they never hear anything else about it. So the next time you try to set one, what happens? People go, yeah, well, you know, the last one, we never heard anything. It was just a great idea, but nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon people get routinely conditioned to not listen to what you're saying because it's just another empty promise. Well, and it kind of comes back to what Lori was talking about, which is that commitment, right? Mm -hmm. It's that level of commitment and being willing to create accountability system. I know this is true. I recently, with a couple of my friends, decided to do what we call a power hour, which is we work out every day and listen to something inspirational. And I'll tell you what, it was a great idea, super excited about it. And because I'm a little bit of a competitive person, <laughs> and I think we all have different drivers, yeah, I was like, I'm going to do it every day just so mm-hmm. I can report that I did mm-hmm. it. And sure enough, I did. And I know for a fact that I mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that had mm-hmm. I not had that accountability mm-hmm. system. So I, I really, really like that. But but let's yeah. talk a little bit when it comes to accountability. How do you know the right people to hold you accountable? Because I've also had accountability partners or people in my life that have actually had the opposite effect. Right? 
Yeah, that's a really important point, uh, Allison, because it it can't just be your friend who is as undisciplined as you are. And, and you know, I think Bill, uh, Bill's uh, listening and watching in, Bill Walsh, uh, who is, is an amazing uh, speaker and an amazing, uh, you know, business mentor, um, says you, you got to hang out with people that are where you want to be. Mm, you need so to hang true. out with people, whether it's money, whether it's success, whether it's fitness, whatever it is. You need to hang out with people that are going to motivate you and inspire you to go where they are. And, Absolutely. And, and, you know, we, we have these series of masterminds that we run here yeah. in uh, in Phoenix. And that's a, a huge part of a mastermind is not just collaboration of ideas, but accountability to achieve something yeah. more than you would have on your own. Well, and, and that's what I've really come to learn is the power of masterminds. And, um, you know, I've, I've held I've – held a little bit different style of masterminds but held them throughout the country and what i've learned is just that people that really understand and are successful understand the power of surrounding themselves with mm-hmm. other people that are uh, my friend rock he's going to be on the, the the radio show uh a little bit later in a, in a couple weeks here he has a podcast uh, called the i am movement he's got a millionaire mastermind you know people pay literally like a hundred thousand dollars to be in his mastermind he because they understand the value of surrounding themselves and being around other people and don't quote me on that figure i i imagine in my head it's like around a hundred thousand <laughs> so i'll ask rock when he actually gets on here but but it is really true and bill walsh actually who we've spoken about a lot let's make this a bill walsh love fest here for a minute but he was one of the first people when i got started in this industry um he invited me to event he was doing in las vegas and i went down with a business partner of mine and and met another business partner down there and and we ended up just kind of hanging out with him for a little bit in that weekend i got to meet john Asaroff. i got to you know do all these amazing things and then he had me speak on his event with some other major influencers and just those connections and just aligning myself with really impactful people completely mm-hmm. changed the course and direction of my life. So I 100% agree with that. I can't believe it. We are almost out of time for the oh show. And so we've talked about these amazing goals. Just to recap, you got to believe in yourself. You've got to be clear and get a good accountability partner. Now, there's 15 points in total on here. I know we didn't get to talk about nearly enough of them, but you actually have a way for people to get these points on how to accelerate and achieve goals and resolutions. So, so how can how can people get get this sheet? Well, if they will text the word performance to seven seven nine four eight again, the word performance to seven seven nine four eight, they will immediately get a copy of this um, goal sheet. There's again fifteen points: nine are perspective, or, I'm sorry, ten are perspective, and and. And the rest are our, um, you know, process. So that's um, seven, seven, nine, four, eight. eight. And you're going to get that immediately. It's immediately. not one of those texts where no, it's like, hey, it, let me ask for your email address. Yeah, you know, immediately. Okay. Just and, okay. and I was thinking about it on the way down here, I want to do a couple of extra things for your listeners. Thank um, you. Uh, if they text when they text that word performance to seven seven nine four eight, they will also receive a subscription. It's a monthly subscription to my newsletter. That's normally two hundred and forty dollars a year, oh, wow. but your listeners are going to get it for free. So why should they subscribe to your newsletter? Because What's it's different? all about becoming a better leader and manager of your business. Mm. That's what we're going to talk about. That okay. that that it's it's just once a month you'll get it, um, and. This is a special, special. What? Um, I have a new book coming out in December, January called Business is a Contact Sport. For anyone that texts us today, because people forget, today, 
you'll get a copy of that book as a pre-release in December, January, and it'll be free. It'll be a business download. It'll be sent. Is business, a contact, contact sport. sport. Yeah. I'm writing this down so I can um, also post it on the link for the show and on Facebook because that's a, that's awesome. And you yep. you have a couple other books that have been bestsellers, and that yeah. you actually um, who do you teach for again? Rutgers. Oh, Rutgers. So you actually teach for Rutgers and use that material and teach business leaders all over the world. Right. He has so right. many accomplishments. We didn't have time to list them all, by the way, at yeah. the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah, really, really glad to have you here on on the show um, today. And, and I just want to wrap up things today by encouraging, if you've been listening to the show, just take one gold nugget out of this. Just do one thing. And I really highly recommend uh, texting that, that performance and getting this list of 15 things uh, based on Joseph's decades of performance and right. being able to help people achieve their goals. And then also the book. Right. Um, we've got right. it right here, Goals by Brian Tracy. And then I want to hold up your book, too. So this is Goals right. by Brian Tracy. And then um, this is a great book uh, that, that Joseph has out. Um, it's called You Too, um, and it's a high-velocity for- formula for multiplying your personal effectiveness and quantum leaps. Check yeah. that out. Well, that's, uh, by, that's by Price Pritchard, and it's called You Squared. Oh, you Squared. I'm sorry. I'm no. all You Too. No. It's your book. It's yeah. not even your yeah. book. Yeah. Okay. I don't that's know right. what I'm talking that's right. about. That's right. I'm going to let this guy tell yeah. you. But 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 I also want to say if, if if you know the texting is is great and it's immediate. But you can visit our website at theperformancegroupaz.com. Okay, so the performancegroupaz.com, and you'll see all the things. Our leadership conference we're oh. doing next February. My masterminds that I host. Great. Programs that we have to help you achieve more in your business and and grow a a, a supercharged business. Oh. Love that. In shorter time than you ever thought. Love that. Well, thank you so much for for being on here today. And and here's my main takeaway today. Here's the thing that I'm going to implement in my life, and that is that I'm I'm going to go home today and I'm going to think about uh, some of the goals that I want to set, some of the things that I want to accomplish in 2020, and I'm going to start creating my plan. So they are not just writing on a piece of paper. I'm actually going to create a plan to have that. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Allison H. Larson, and you've been listening to us on Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.